Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, this is Pickle the Drummer from Death Clack and um, you're listening to Tackin' Metal. Hey, this is Allison from the Donnas, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, this is John from Warbringer, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, this is Mike Squires from Loaded, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, this is Derek Hawkins from the Ace Fraley Band, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Ace Fraley, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Keep rocking. All right. Every Sunday on the Independent Film Channel, they're a rock band by night and a kids' band by day. It's Z-Rock, an all-new episode. You're supposed to be our lead singer. Lead us! I can't lead morons! Is there any chance instead of opening up for Kiss tonight, we're opening up for Mini Kiss? Z-Rock, the show critics call a grade-A treat, returns. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Don't miss an all-new episode of the IFC original hit comedy, Z-Rock, every Sunday night at 11, 10 Central. The rock gods are smiling on us. Only on IFC. I feel alive! Rock, rock over London. Three. Auckland, Dublin, Dallas, Milwaukee, Los Angeles, Sydney, Indianapolis, Tokyo, Seattle, Paris, Budapest, Berlin, New York. Ladies and gentlemen, two men who are committed to rocking you wherever you might be, John Astronomy and Mark Striegel. Welcome to the Talking Metal Podcast, broadcasting around the world from TalkingMetal.com and StriegelsMusicNews.com. Hey, John Astronomy here. Welcome to another edition of Talking Metal, hanging out with Mark Striegel. Hey, man. How are you? Doing pretty good, man. Just watched the Michael Jackson Memorial. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, pretty controversial character. Had some great music, though. Uh, I like a lot of his music. I thought he was a little strange, though. Many people agree with you, and uh, we're going to get into a little bit more about that in a little while, but I wanted to tell you who we got coming on the podcast today. We've got John Keevil from Warbringer. We've hung out with him a few times, and uh, Warbringer is a great man. Yeah, unfortunately, when we did the interview with him, uh, you can hear the wind whipping in off the Pacific Ocean there, and it really kind of uh, affected the quality of the interview. Um, but, it, you know, it's still good to hear from John, and we hope you guys can bear with the poor sound quality on the interview. Correct. You can hear us perfectly because we were at uh, Talking Metal Live, but unfortunately, John cuts in and out a little bit. Uh, but nonetheless, it was a great interview, and he's a cool guy. And um, in addition to that, um, we have uh, something very special happening. There is going to be a new lady space by the time you hear this. Her name is Stephanie Ortiz. And uh, let me tell you about what we're going to do with Stephanie. And we want everybody who listens to Talking Metal to get involved. 
Stephanie is a really cool young woman. She works at Hooters, and uh, she is part of something called the Cross Cultural Solutions Program. It's a nonprofit organization, and she is going to be going to Thailand to help underprivileged children with art therapy. And Stephanie is going to hold a contest to win an iPod, which is why I thought it'd be perfect for a podcast. We're going to set up a PayPal account. You can contribute. We're going to tell you how to do that during the short interview that we're going to do with Stephanie. So stay tuned for that. So how about that, Mark? That's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Charity work is good, and uh, we appreciate the pictures for the website. I always enjoy the Lady Space section of TalkingMetal.com. Well, thank you. Thank you. This Lady Space is going to be a little less... um, Provocative? Yeah, yeah. A little less provocative, yet still very, very cool. Stephanie and I headed over to the Gibson Guitar Showroom, and she looks great, and we got pictures of her with a bunch of amazing Gibsons. Guitar players are going to like it for two reasons. They're going to get to see... Stephanie, and they're going to get to see the Gibsons. So uh, it's going to be really, really cool. I see that you have a cool website up there, Sean Baker Orchestra, our good friends. Yeah, I was just surfing the internet here because Sean sent me an email, and he wanted me to uh, remind you guys that the new Sean Baker Orchestra CD, Baker's Dozen, which we played on the podcast a month or two ago, probably two months ago at this point, is now out. And it appears that his actual website hasn't been updated in a long time, but he is updating the myspace.com slash the Sean Baker Orchestra page, which, you know, we could probably link that through today's show notes um, if you think of it, John. And from that page, you can buy the brand new Baker's Dozen CD. Again, Sean Baker on MySpace. It's MySpace.com, the Sean Baker Orchestra. Sean is spelled S-E-A-N. And that new record is out. It rocks. We heard it on Talking Metal a while back. And we hope to play it again on the podcast in the future. No doubt about it. And uh, I like the uh, the title, Baker's Dozen. It's pretty cool because it's uh, 13 tracks and a... Uh, Baker's Dozen is 13, not 12, because the cool bakers would always throw one extra in for you when you ordered a dozen. So that's how that comes out. Um, we have something very cool going on on TalkingMetal.com. Once again, I have to give Mark credit for coming up with the idea and uh, was able to make it happen. Uh, we are going to have constant updates coming to you from both Mark, me, and in the future some other contributors on our news page. It's very, very cool. Yes, we now have the ability to easily update the news section on TalkingMetal.com. So, you know, add it to your favorites, add Talking Metal to your favorites, and just click on through to the news section, which you'll find on the bar in the uh, upper part of the screen. There's all sorts of great stuff on the website. News, constant updates in the news. You got the Lady Space section, which John's been pretty good at updating that every month or, or so with some uh, some nice looking ladies. And what else do we have? Uh, the video section loaded with just tons of content. We have YouTube page with even more video. I mean, it just goes on and on. There is no shortage of talking metal material on talkingmetal.com. So, you know, sometimes. A week might go by. You haven't gotten a new podcast for whatever reason. Go to the site. Watch some of the videos. You know, uh, feed your talking metal fix. No doubt about it. Uh, Don't take drugs. Just get your fix from talking metal. (laughs) And anyway, uh, yeah, there's a ton of new stuff up there. And uh, I'm going to be... 
posting a lot of cool stuff, not just news, but personal stuff too. And Mark is going to do the same in that news section. It's now going to be called News and Blog. So you'll get like news bits that we think are cool. I mean, we're not going to be competing with Blabbermouth or Brave Words or any of those kind of sites that, you know, post just like a news update every. You know, ten a minute. But the thing is, is that we're going to post news that we think is cool, plus little personal stories about you know things that we're interested in. Sometimes they might not even have anything to do with metal, but uh, most of them will. So it's going to be a cool place to check every day because you're going to get at least like two or three updates a day from us. And you know, inspired by Mark's blog at markstriegel.net because he's got a ton of cool stuff up there. Cool. Well, thanks, man. And another bit of news just over the blabbermouth.net wire. Metal Church has released the following statement. To all our fans and friends, we regretfully announce that Metal Church is calling it quits. What do you think of that, John? You know, I'll tell you, too, I always hate to hear when any band calls it quits. And um, Metal Church is a band that... Uh, I have to say, back in the old, old days, back when I was in high school, probably like 1985, 86, you know, I'm not exactly sure of the year, I had uh, the Metal Church album with the song Beyond the Black. And uh, what was funny is that uh, I, I don't think I was considered cool enough by my friends to buy you know certain albums, and Metal Church was like the one album that I bought on my own and quote discovered. You know, we would say like if you were the first guy to have the Slayer album, you discovered Slayer. Like in our little group of metal fans, and I discovered Metal Church. But uh, I know that Metal Church has went through some lineup changes through the years, and uh, you know some other tragedies and other things like that. So. The thing is, is that I just hate to hear when any band calls it quits. Yeah, I, I think the the first Metal Church record for me, which was on elect, uh, Electra, I remember I bought it basically because Metallica was on that label, and they were kind of hyped as you know Metallica's label mate, metal label mate on Electra. So uh, it, it was uh, you know, and they were kind of hyped as being in that same vein, which which they were, and that was a great record. It had the uh, Highway Star cover on it, Beyond the Black, Gods of Wrath, a lot of great stuff off of that record, and I I love that record it's i have it on my ipod but i never really went past that record with them i I remember vaguely their second record and i know they've put out tons and tons of albums since then uh to be honest i didn't even know they were still together so i'm not that upset by this news um but apparently the performance at rocklahoma will be their last show um and that will be coming up i think that's in august or something or July. Who knows? Whenever Rocklahoma is, that will be the last show for Metal Church, and they have canceled their shows uh, that were booked for for later in August, which is too bad for any fans that have had tickets. I know they used to play the Continental, a little small club in New York, when they when they would come through here. It was one of the only real true metal bands that would play at the Continental, uh, but they always did real well for that club. I'm talking back five six years ago. Yeah, the Continental. Unfortunately, they don't have any more live music. Uh, but who knows? I mean, these clubs change their format, like uh, you know, frequently. And I haven't been down to the Continental for a while. Believe it or not, I, I was not allowed into the the new Continental with the black label vest. Could you believe that? They probably thought it was an actual motorcycle yeah. gang, which I know gang colors and emblems and stuff sometimes aren't allowed in certain clubs here in in bars in New York City. So. Yeah, be careful when you see Mr. Astronomy walking down the street with his gang emblems flashing. 
Yeah, you never know what's going to happen with astronomy. No, you know, it, it is funny. And, you know, New York City is a place that's not the only place that has told me I can't come in with that. And what I was going to say is that New York is a place where there are some actual gangs and, um, you know, they want to make sure that uh, there's no trouble between anybody with some sort of gang-type emblem. And I was actually walking in Bayonne, New Jersey, and uh, some people came up to me and beeped a horn and yelled at me and said, uh, hey, is that a club? And I was like, no, it's a rock band. And they were like, oh, okay, no problem. So. No problem. No problem. Anyways, Victor, who is from uh, used to live in Jersey City, he's in Spain now, has started his own podcast. Uh, he actually emailed me to make sure it was cool that he started his own podcast. He's a big talking metal listener, and it's cool. I listened to one of the two episodes that's posted. Uh, he was playing the new Allison Chains on there. A lot of good stuff. Fusion Sonica, it's called. So look that up on iTunes. It's by Victor, a.k.a. Marzeri's 2005 from the Talking Metal Forums. And it is all in Spanish, which I don't speak Spanish, but I did enjoy the music and thought that he did a real good job putting it together. The, it was it sounded like real good quality and, and whatnot. Uh, so you got that podcast to listen to. Another great podcast, Metal Moment Podcast, is, uh, of course, half in English, half in Japan. So a lot of bilingual metal podcasts happening, uh, which is great because metal fans are all over the world and they don't always speak English. That is true. That is true. Yeah, it's really neat to see that, you know, we have a bunch of friends, you know, from the Talking Metal Forums and people that we've been in touch with through the years doing their own podcasts. And it's uh, it's really cool, man. You know, we, we love listening to metal and uh, it's cool to hear you guys doing it. So thanks again for keeping in touch. And uh, thanks, Victor, as well, man, from Jersey City, now living in Spain. Why don't we get into some music? Let's get into a tune, and then we'll come out with my interview with Stephanie, and then we'll come back, do a little talking, and get into Warbringer. But you know who I want to play? There's a hot new guitar player. She's uh, young. She's in her uh, early 20s. Her name is Orianti. I'm not quite sure if that's the correct pronunciation, but that's what I've heard when she jammed with Santana. But here's the thing. She is a, a killer guitar player, can play metal, can play pretty much anything. And... Um, she did a song with Steve Vai, who was one of the, the first people she opened up for back when she was uh, first starting her career down in Australia. And uh, the song is called Highly Strung Duet. I can't really find it anywhere except for on her MySpace page and uh, maybe on some of the fan-related sites. But let's, why don't we hear a little sound sample of that? It's a killer tune. It's Orianti and Steve Vai. And, uh, and then we'll get right into the interview with Stephanie. Cool. And most of you guys have actually seen this chick. She is the one in the last footage that was ever shot of Michael Jackson, that blonde with the blowing, long, straight blonde hair that Michael comes up to during uh, that, that one song, um, uh, They Don't Care About Us, which they keep showing on all the news channels. The final performance footage of Michael Jackson. She is featured in that footage. I guess she probably replaced Jennifer Batten in Michael's band, who is actually on Twitter. I was following some of Jennifer Batten's uh, tweets and almost sent her a friend request, but then I thought maybe I shouldn't since I'd written some bad stuff about Michael on my blog. Uh, that's a whole other story. Sorry, sidetracked. Uh, but anyways, let's get into the music right now, and we'll check out John's interview with Stephanie following the song. <laughs>
Hey guys, it's Jumping Astronomy here. I am at the Gibson Guitar Showroom, Studio 6, Control Room, 54th Street, New York City, and my very, very special guest, Miss Stephanie Ortiz. How are you, Stephanie? I'm good. How are you, John? I am doing even better because I'm hanging out with you here. So... You are going to be doing something really cool. What is it, uh, about a year from now? Yeah, over in May. You're getting involved with a group, nonprofit group called Cross Cultural Solutions, and you are going to be going all the way to Thailand to do some really great charity work. Yes, I'm actually going to travel to Trang. It's a small community, and I hope to work with children and adolescents with physical disabilities in forms of like helping me career wise and be a great opportunity and I can't wait. It is an amazing thing and not only are you volunteering your time but basically you have to pay to go do this. Yes because you actually they station you in a secure home base and they provide food, they provide shelter, full bottles, water, medical insurance which is very important in a foreign country and that's why it's it's a very expensive trip but it's all well worth it and I hope I could achieve it. Definitely. And so here's how this ties into Talking Metal, guys. One, I like to feature cool bartenders on, on the podcast and on the website. So that's that's one. met Stephanie at Hooters, and I love it. The second thing is you are going to be raffling off an iPod Nano. So, guys, even if you have an iPod or if you listen to this on our website or whatever, guess what? You want the newest iPod Nano. And all that you have to do is for $5 a piece, you can go onto the site pay through PayPal, and we will put aside a raffle ticket for you. And then on August 1st, we are going to pick one name out, and that person is going to not only win the really cool iPod Nano that comes with three different cases, but you are going to be donating money to a great, great cause. Even if you don't win this thing, you can be proud of yourself that you actually contributed to a really, really good cause. And Stephanie is definitely going to make a difference. And to pay for her trip over there to really help out a lot of kids, we are going to take part in this contest. Mark and I are definitely going to be buying some of these tickets, although we're not going to put our names in for the, you know, for the raffle, but we're going to contribute anyway. So Stephanie, tell me about Cross Cultural Solutions. Well, it's a nonprofit organization that they travel. We students, whoever wants to go, family travels to third world countries, and they get accustomed to the different cultures, the way people live. They also really reach out to the community and they try and like give out a helping hand, um, working either in homeless shelters and schools, teaching English to the children, and. Um, elderly homes and specifically I want to work with uh, children with disabilities that they view the children as a as a curse almost like they were cursed by God you know they made some pact with the devil and they're always you know nearly forgotten you go visit the normal children visit or sightsee but you forget about even the disabled children that go through a lot and are sometimes even forgotten. Wow and one of the things that you mentioned to me that you're going to be doing which is the third reason that I think this is perfect for Talking Metal is that you're going to be working in the arts with these children, and it's something called art therapy. Tell us about that. Yes, they have this thing where you can do art therapy with um, the children, and art therapy has this thing that stimulates a child's mind, sometimes more than physical activities, which is very important for children of that sort of nature. And it's very interesting because it just triggers something in the mind, and it just helps them connect to life in a different way and just give them more of a happier spirit and something to look forward in life. 
Stephanie, I want to thank you again for uh, taking the time out to come on Talking Metal. I want to thank you for volunteering your services and, and doing something that is really going to make a difference. And guys, once again, here's what you got to do. You got to go to talkingmetal.com. You got to go to our news section and you got to go to the show notes and you will see a link to all of the information on how you can become part of this really cool raffle that Stephanie is putting on. You can not only possibly win an iPod Nano, the newest one that's out, but even if you don't win, guys, you're still making a difference because for $5, you can support Stephanie's trip to Thailand. and We can all be happy about making a difference. So thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, and hopefully everything turns out well. And I wanted to say that tickets are available more than one per person, so feel free to purchase as many as you like. Definitely, guys. So say you want to contribute $20. Hey, you will get four tickets, and you'll have four chances at winning this great prize. Plus, guess what, guys? You get a bonus. You are going to get to see a really cool photo gallery of Stephanie here at the Gibson Showroom with some killer guitars. So you getting ready for the photo session? Yes, I'm excited. Can't wait. Again, Stephanie, thanks for taking the time out, and we really appreciate you coming on Talking Metal. Thank you again, John. Hey, guys, that was my interview with Stephanie Ortiz from Hooters. Definitely take part in this charity raffle for her trip via Cross-Cultural Solutions to Thailand to help people. And you can find out about it in the show notes for today's episode. You can find out about it in the news section on TalkingMetal.com. And you can also see Stephanie with a bunch of killer Gibson guitars in the Lady Space section. And guys and girls, do not forget to go check out Stephanie's photos in the Lady Space section. I think those photos are going to inspire all you guys to contribute. These tickets are only $5 each. And here's the thing, guys. You can buy, like say you want to contribute 15 bucks to her PayPal account. You will get three tickets in this raffle. The raffle is going to happen on August 1st, and uh, somebody is going to win an iPod Nano, the newest one with three different cases, and then you can listen to Talking Metal on that particular iPod Nano. Mark, why don't we talk a little Warbringer? Cool, yeah. Let's uh, talk a little Warbringer with John, hear about the new record, and maybe before we get into the record, we'll, uh, or the interview, we'll check out the old record, which was a great thrash record really bringing back the old classic sounds of thrash metal warbringer leave us a review on our itunes page guys we really appreciate that give us a good review on there or a bad review however you're feeling tune into talkingmetallive.com on july 21st 7 p.m east coast time 4 p.m pacific coast time for another three hour live edition of talking metal that'll be a lot of fun Still lining up some interviews for that, but we're looking forward to it. And uh, maybe check out Combat Shock off of War Without End, the first Warbringer record, then get into the interview with John. You cool with that? Totally cool, guys. Thanks, man. Be my friend on Facebook and uh, watch for updates on Twitter. Make sure you go to the news section of TalkingMetal.com and check for all the recent Talking Metal happenings. Definitely. This is Combat Shock by Warbringer. Then we will end today's show after the interview with John with some brand new Warbringer, which will be linked through today's show notes on TalkingMetal.com. Use those links. They'll open up your iTunes, take you right to the song that you are listening to, and you 
can download it directly to your computer. Thanks, guys. Watch IFC Z-Rock. Let's face it, there are no ladies. All right, gentlemen, on the phone right now, John Keevil of Warbringer. Hey, John. Hey, what's up? 
Hey. How you doing, man? I hear you're at the beach. Yeah, I'm just lying at the harbor right now. It's taking it pretty easy. Very cool. Hey, thanks for uh, coming on Talking Metal Live. And I got to say, the last time I saw you, it was a pretty crazy moment. You were ready to play the Nokia Theater, and you were going on stage with a fill-in drummer. What was going on, man? Oh, yeah, that was crazy. Basically, um, see, Nick had broken his arm in Iowa about a week before. And um, so we had John Gensmer from Epicurean, which was another band on the tour, filling in. But this had been it was his second show with us at the Nokia Theater, and he was basically um, learning all the songs on stage, kind of while we played that big show that night. Amazing! It's it's very difficult to just fill in with any band, but with a with a band like you guys, you know, I I don't even know how he did it, and I'm a drummer. Well, we had one day to rehearse with them. We had to cut our set actually to the entire show tour down to five songs as opposed to like seven or eight we'd normally play um because that's all we could really learn in a day well it's so. amazing I, I think you guys sounded great you pulled it off and you know good for you guys now how's nick doing now oh we fooled you then all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah nick's doing better now we've just been rehearsing with him the last couple of days getting ready for these shows we have coming up Right, so you guys have some stuff coming up in your area, and then you guys are going out with, uh, what what band did I have? Uh, Avengers of uh, Blood? Oh, that's, it. that's just more of the shows in our area. That oh, okay. Vegas. They actually dropped off, unfortunately. Oh, no. But um, we're going to try to find somebody to put, oh, there's a, a loud dog right here. Okay, so I get walking. Um, yeah. Right now we try to have another like that we know replace him from around here, but might, maybe not. And then we're going to Europe, and it's kind of a mishmash of a tour. We're just hitting a bunch of festivals. Very cool. Cool. Hey, hey, John, Mark Striegel here. How you doing? Hey. Hey, man. So let's talk about the new record, Waking Into Nightmares. How did you guys? How did you guys approach this record differently than you did the the first record, War Without Ends? Well, it was out of pure necessity. We were like, well, we have to put out another record because, you know, we've been touring our faces off on this first one and we have to keep the ship rolling. So um, we put out, we were like, well, we have these two months without any tour. So basically, during the last couple of months, the last year, we're like, well, we have, you know, December and January pretty much to record and uh, to write and record this record. So that was that, pretty much. That's how it was different from the first one. Because the first one, we were just writing songs for its own sake. Uh, and then it came together into a record. This one, we knew we had to make a record in X amount of time. And we, you know, we knew what we wanted to do with it. So the pressure was on. And you guys hooked up with Gary Holt from Exodus for this record. How was that yep. experience? Oh, that was great. We knew Gary from before. Um, you toured with him, right? Was with yeah. yeah, we toured with uh, Exodus twice now, actually. Um, and, yeah, we've we've gotten along with them very well from day one. So, you know, it just came to our head, maybe ask Gary to do it. We did, and he was all for it from the first thing he heard about it. So it came together very nicely. Those guys in Exodus, let me tell you, really like you guys, because I interviewed Exodus at the Nokia Theater the day that I last hung out with you. And, um, you know, I, I asked them about, you know, what do they think of the new breed of young thrash dudes like you guys. And, and they they really had some great things to say about Warbringer. And um, I really think it's great that you guys have not only been on tour with them, but and it's what's crazy is, like, you're one of the bands, out of all the bands that we see, that I've seen, like, more than almost any other band, um, 
I saw you guys at BB Kings for the first time with Exodus today. We did the interview for the Talking Metal on Fuse show. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, that was like uh, 2008, I guess. And then I saw you guys okay. with Overkill down in Sayreville, New Jersey. Um, All right, that was a good show. Yeah, that was a, a cool tour, great show, another great band, and then and now uh, again. And by the way, John gave me a a shirt that I was wearing the other day, and it was great. I wore it uh, to work, and on the back it said "Endless Killing." So uh, I got a lot of compliments and a lot of scowls from wearing that shirt. But thank you for the shirt. Yeah, endless killing indeed. Yes, no got doubt. The zombie Rambo guy on it. <laughs> I love that shirt, man. It was great. So, John, how has, how has your life changed in the past two years since Warbringer has been, like, in full gear here? Um, pretty different indeed. Before that, I was working, I, my jobs include, I worked at a, actually at school, and I worked at a law office. Wow. So, not what you'd expect. I'm a pretty low-key guy most of the time. <laughs> um, you know, like, taking it easy. Came here with my girl at the harbor, and we just, like, had a, had a couple of beers and been sleeping, really. That's great. I wish I wish that we were uh, out at some nice area like that. We're in New York City, where there really aren't any. Well, oh, yeah. actually, are I, some I beaches, but not like that. I feel like I'm in a big hive. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to ask you about the severed reality video. I mean, you said that people were so many people were stage diving that you couldn't even get them all into the video. Oh, it's just there were um, that whole concert was uh, it's completely wild. See, we had to, we all had bronchitis at the time. We'd been sick. It was the winter, and it was like negative twenty outside. It had been for a while because we were in you know Canada and the mid north of the country at that time. And I was at the point where I could barely speak during the day. So you know, I'd go on stage, and my, what would normally be my shout was kind of coming out like you know. That was about the best I could do. Um, and then uh, we had to shoot this video. We weren't. We had no time to be at home and do a regular video shoot because we were on tour too much. So we, we were like, well, we have to do it live, I guess, and let's just see if uh, anybody comes and see if it's a good show and keep our fingers crossed. But, you know, we got, we got a few people tickets to come in, just like 10 other dudes who wanted to come see the show who were going to, like, knew that it was a video shoot. And then other than that, the rest of it was just the regular people who came to the show that night. And uh, everybody just went crazy from start to finish. The venue charged us for damages that night. That's crazy. Now, I got a question about when... it was a good show, right? No doubt. That's the sign that it was a good show. A good performance. I have a question just about the shooting of a video. Now, you guys were playing a gig in Milwaukee. Now, did you stop and have a track play and you guys played along to the track, or did you just play the song live and it all synced up with, you know, the studio track? Well, no, of course we're not going to play it. That was, like, our actual set that night. We are on tour with Thorworks. So, yeah, you'll see, actually, like, uh, Arcane's banners behind us in the video because they're the next band that plays that night. Um, it was the actual show. There was maybe about, like, a little less than a quarter of the video. It was just we got some, like, close-up shots of the band with the track playing, like, before it. But most of what you see there in the video, and, like, every time you see anybody besides anyone in the band, it's a lot. It's live. Wow. Cool. Very cool. Now, John, you've done... So they, just, they just filmed the whole show, and that's... Uh, so, like, you know, a guy stage-diving might not have been stage-diving during that song, but it was, you know, we're trying... We'd always wanted to have a video... I like what one of our shows is like, and that came out as a shining example of it, I think. That's what we try to have at all of our shows. 
Now, John, you, you've done a lot of extensive touring over the last year and a half, and or even two years, really. What are some of your highlights when you look back at all the shows you guys have done? Show-wise, let's see. Um, Taylorville, New Jersey was a great one, actually, since you brought that up. Um, cool. Last time the Blues show on this creator and Exodus tour was great. It's all together. Like, that was one of the only times I've seen... People, you know, enough crowd surfers that there were crowd surfers on top of the other crowd surfers. That was great. Um, uh, some place that was right outside a soccer field in Portugal last summer on the Napalm Death Tour. Oh, cool. And uh, Metalheads Mission Fest in the Ukraine, where we played. And once again, we had another problem with our drummer then, where he lost his passport in Germany, so he couldn't fly to the Ukraine. So Adam had to play drums. Adam, our guitar player. He hadn't played drums in two years before that point. Wow. So he, we just completely winged it, and uh, we were like, shit, we sound terrible, but the Ukrainians loved it. Now, you guys are getting ready. Speaking of uh, going to some other countries, you guys are going to do the Forda Rock Fest, the first ever one, I believe, July 11th in Holland. And then you've got just tons of stuff all through Europe uh, in June and July. And... Uh, but actually, and then right after that, you're going out on tour with Obituary, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, we're going on tour with Obituary in September, so actually we're going to have our longest break off since the first record came out in this time. Um, yeah, because we every other time we break off, we had to either we had to change drummers last summer, and we had to write an album this winter. Other than that, we've never been home for more than two weeks with relaxation time. It's never happened. But it'll be nice to have the full month of August. Yeah, good for you guys. You deserve it, definitely. Cool, John. Well, what beach are you calling in from today? Uh, right now, I'm just at Ventura Harbor. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, the local one. You can hear the wind coming in over the cell phone. <laughs> yeah, you can. It kind of distorts your voice and everything, too. So I'm talking to some wind beast or something. <laughs> Very cool. Well, Very metal. Well, listen, we can't wait to see you guys when you roll through New York City again, and uh, we wish you the best of luck, and we want to uh, definitely play some music off the new album here. We have it queued up. What particular song? Do you want to do uh, Severed Reality, or do you want to hit another track for the, the listeners uh, here? Well, let's see. For this, for uh, Radio, if you can put Living in a Whirlwind, that we think is a good one for that. We've been uh, playing it a lot live as well. Very cool. This is Warbringer with Living in a Whirlwind. Before we let you go, can we get a Talking Metal ID from you saying your name, your band, and uh, you're listening to Talking Metal? All right. Hey, this is John Singer, and you're listening to Talking Metal. How about one more time? I think the wind caught us that time. Yeah, it's definitely windy nonstop here right now. You can hear the sea in the wind. I'm probably way too late back for my interview right now. Yeah, try try just one more time. And thanks again for coming on, man. We really appreciate it, John. It's always cool to talk to you guys, and we always have a great time. Awesome. Well, so we'll let's be back let's, in New York again and again. Yeah, uh, September 29th, we're going to see you at the Blender Theater, so it's going to be great. So how about the one more theater? ID, and then we're going to kick into the song. All right. Um, hey, this is John from Warbringer, and you're listening to Talking Metal.
Ah!